1: Here are your hosts of Cornerstone Radio, Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse on K-Praise.
2: Good evening and welcome to Cornerstone Radio. I'm Pastor John Simon and I'm along here with Pastor Ed Brody and Blaine Nurse from Cornerstone Transitional Housing. If this is your first time you have joined us at Cornerstone Radio, our mission is to break the cycle of homelessness and to help men and women gain control of their lives. We got a great topic tonight. It's called "Blessing for Obedience." So I'm very happy with this one, guys. We are, this is going to be an interesting subject tonight. I'm going to start us off out of Deuteronomy 28, and I'm going to be reading out of um, the, two, the uh, two verses will be two and three out of the NIV. So in, in Deuteronomy 28, verses two and three. All these blessings will come upon you and accompany you when you obey the Lord your God. You will be blessed in the city, and you will be blessed in the country. Amen on that, folks. Mm-hmm. I just love mm-hmm. the obedience of the Lord. When you obey the Lord, the, the the amount of blessings that you get, and we know what happens when we have disobedience, don't we? Mm-hmm. We don't like that so much. And Ed, I'm going to let you start the show tonight. Um, I know that you have your couple scriptures that you have on mine that you'd like mm-hmm. to read, but... Why don't you go ahead and I guess a little lesson on obedience here.
3: Okay, yeah, I'm going to take my scripture out of First Samuel chapter 15 today. Now, leading up to this story, uh, Samuel was, uh, or I mean, Saul was out uh, getting ready to go to battle and uh, do away with the Am- Amaleks. And uh, before they started, Samuel was a little late getting there, so Saul did a sacrifice on his own, and then. Uh, he was told by God to destroy everybody, sheep, animals, whatever it was. It was all to be destroyed. And and uh, what Samuel or what uh, Saul did was he went in and and uh, killed the people, took all of the best of the animals and took them with him. So when Samuel caught up with him, uh, he tried to say uh, that it was for sacrifice to God and uh, even even Samuel recognized the fact that Saul was lying but here was Saul's word to him and <clears throat> and i think it shows the importance of obedience mm-hmm. in uh, verse 22 chapter 15 verse 22 it says but Samuel replied what is that uh, bleeding oh what is more pleasing to the lord your burnt offerings and sacrifices or your obedience to his voice Listen. Obedience is better than sacrifice, and submission is better than offering the fat of rams. So he's spelling out here the first thing is the importance of obedience mm-hmm. uh, in the in the days of, of Saul and Samuel. Uh, the sacrifices and the festivals, the fe- yeah, the, the uh,
2: Festivus, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
3: that they were having with. Uh, for the Lord were all the most important things in their lives. I mean, people would travel cross country just to have a Passover, for instance, and those kinds of things. Uh, so what what Saul is telling, what Samuel is telling Saul, is that obedience is better than any sacrifice or any offering you've got to go, to give to God. And then he goes on in verse twenty three, and he says, "Rebellion now." Listen to this carefully because uh, the, the thing he compares disobedience to is is pretty, pretty far out. It says, um, rebellion is as sinful as witchcraft, mm-hmm. and stubbornness is as bad as worshiping idols. So, because you have rejected the commands of the Lord, he has rejected you as king. Now, Witchcraft is a, is when you deny Christ. You can't practice witchcraft without denying God Himself. You can't uh, you can't show your stubbornness. Uh, we all do, I think, in some ways. We decide we're going to do something. We're going to do it, and the, even when God says no, you say it's okay, God. I got this. Mm-hmm. And of course, it n- never turns out right when you've got it. That's right. But but He's comparing this to witchcraft and witchcraft is the worship of Satan so it's he's he's making this point very clear there's a couple of uh, little other verses I wanted to read uh, I think mark 940 I'm just going to use that one because it's pretty plain and straightforward he said for who for he who is not against us is on our side uh-huh. so he leaves you no options you're either for him or against him and when you're disobedient, you're obviously you're against him. And uh, and so this is what's happened to Saul. We've, we'd all go through the same thing where we just we get plans in our mind and we decide we're going to go for it. And God will say, no, 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 maybe you don't want to do that. And we do it anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I don't think that's quite as bad as witchcraft, but you can get to that point. Where you have rejected Christ mm-hmm. and uh, you're worshiping false idols, you're you're looking to the world to answer your your yes. problems, take care of your needs, and when you depend on the world, um, you know you can't depend on the world because nothing is nothing is fixed in the world. But when you start obedience, with obedience to God, when He tells you to do something, He's going to provide everything you need. If you need training, He'll provide the training. <clears throat> when, I, <clears throat> when I got called into the ministry, I was kind of like Moses. I kept saying, I don't know enough Scripture. I don't know what I'm supposed to do to to get all this, so I, I think I'll pass God. Well, a week after that happened, I got an invitation to go to uh, a I don't even know if it's around anymore. It's called a Navigators 2-7 class. Mm. And in two, seven, and Navigators 2-7 is a two-year program. It's, it's actually a, a seminary mm. is what it amounts to. You have to go through and practice or get involved in every ministry you can think of. You have to memorize in the two years. You have to memorize 200 scriptures, oh, and wow. you have to be able to say those without mistake to graduate. And uh, so it's pretty intense, so I look back on that, and I think God called me. I used an excuse, and he said, "No, nah, not good enough." And uh, <laughs> provided for all my questions, and of course, after that, I had no no excuses left, so so I got, went into the ministry and uh, But that's obedience. So what Saul was doing was disobedience. He had been told everything he needed to do. And he did everything his own way. Um, and, and this was the king of a country. I mean, this he had the authority to do whatever he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And he seemed to forget. He seemed to think he was the sovereign one around. And he seemed to forget that, no, it's God that is the sovereign one. We obey God because when God gives us instructions, we know it comes from God. There's nobody above him. So he, uh, why Saul, well, it's kind of the same thing as Satan. Satan thought he was going to be like God, and, and that's why he fell. And Saul here is doing about the same thing, as he thinks he's going to be sovereign like God and make his own decisions. And we do the same thing. Absolutely. And we find that all the time out there in, in dealing with the homeless in that uh, there's a there's a lot of Christians out there And sometimes uh, you ask, why are you still doing this? Uh And uh, you find that the reasons come back because that's what they want to do. And so one of our things we try to do is to make a point that they need to listen to God, not their own hearts, not their own minds, but God's heart and God's mind, because he's got a plan. And if you stick with him, he's going to get you through your troubles. And when we try to do it ourselves... (laughs) We just get deeper in trouble. Yeah.
2: You know, Ed, I love the way you're explaining that. Ed, I, I know the audience is probably saying, well, what does obedience have to do in, with um, homeless? And and what it is, folks, is that we're out there, and if you love them and you care for them, you're going to tell them where they're making their mistakes at. And mm-hmm. you want to you do it <laughs> in love. Remember, we were talking about how to share the Word of Christ, and yeah. that's by love. And But you know what? You want to tell them about what the blessings are if they obey and listen to the Lord. They don't know. So we got to explain it, and that was a great illustration with Saul. You know, it just shows when we are start turning to the world and start acting like the uh, the world, I think God gives us a little awakening at times, and I call yeah. that a little shakening, you know? Um, yeah. The whole world went through that just this year and a half ago, you know, um, I believe in his way. That's the first time I ever seen the world get shut down besides the uh, days of Noah when he uh, created the flood. So uh, <laughs> yeah. we had a little bit easier than they did, but um, it was quite a shakening then, too. So um, Lord, that's what our topic is about tonight is blessing for obedience. And so we are trying to show them how it is to obey the Father, God, and, and his Lord, our Savior, Jesus and the blessings that you get. Um, Blaine, would you uh, go ahead and um, tell us a little bit what you have in mind about obedience? You know, you guys, thanks. It, it is.
4: What a great story. Um, obedience is better than sacrifice. I think, uh, you know, audience, all of us, we're just all made of this flesh, and we all have excuses. You use the word excuses, and, and it's amazing. I mean, I have been so disobedient in so many different things, but I, I try and say, but, Lord, I'm doing this. But you know what? Obedience is better than sacrifice. And I've got a quick little story for you guys. I want to thank you. I want to thank the audience um, for your prayers. You know, those of you that are out there that can hear our voices, we don't know who you are, but we want to say thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, this ministry uh, flourishes. There's lots of folks out there that are serving every week. There's people that provide. and. Um, I think it was a couple weeks ago while John was gone there, Ed, I I made a challenge. We made a challenge to you, the audience, and I said, you know, I want to put a personal challenge on us. And the door didn't open because God is the one who opens the doors. We cannot kick them down. I've tried. But this past week, um, I believe we were obedient to the calling. There were a couple ladies there that were just, you know, they wanted prayer. And then we we started sharing the gospel with them and uh, good old Sherry and Michelle they accepted yes. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. They, they they wanted to be born again. They wanted to be forgiven. They they've accepted Him as his, as their Lord. And so praise God um, for obedience. and And I think really, if I don't know if we can put this in the same category, guys, but accountability. Oh like, yeah, accountability yes. keeps it, us. It, it's in there. Yes. Obedient. And um, so, Lord willing, it looks like we may be baptizing him um, Saturday. Yeah. You know. That's- so, um, just want to thank you guys for that. And it, really, it was. Um, it's obedience to us to say, you know what we we want to feed the homeless. We want to we want to bring them water, but our hearts here, every single one of us, is and God opens doors for us to pray. And 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 uh, we've seen many come to know Him, and uh, it just changes their eternal um, life. It, it's beautiful. So praise be to our God. He is so good, um, and He blesses obedience, man. Oh man, oh man. I do have a scripture, you guys, of course. Good. So, um, audience, I'm going to read to you guys out of Romans one five um, regarding this obedience. It says, "Through him we have received grace and apostleship, for obedience to the faith among all nations for his name." So, it, through our faith, I mean, you know, we're obedient to a, our God, the Creator of the universe, our Abba Father. And um, when he does ask us, gently, um, when God speaks to us, um, we want to do our best to just be obedient to whatever he calls us to do. And and we've encouraged the group many times. Whatever he has called you to do, as we had that scripture, that one week, go. You just go. Go ye therefore. um, Baptize in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So I just wanted to go through here. This scripture is beautiful. We've received the grace and an apostleship for obedience to the faith among all nations for his name. So the encouragement is, you know what? Let's go out there, you guys. If, if we're listening to God, we're in his word, and he says go. Um, yeah, wouldn't it wouldn't be great if, 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 if we were, uh, depending on what came our way during the day, because we don't know what life holds, but to where we were just brothers and sisters in Christ that would just raise our hands and say, Lord, send me. Here I am. So I I know that this ministry for us guys has blessed our socks off. I can't wait to see these women get baptized, man. And I know that the last time we did the baptism, I think there was one or two that asked to be baptized. Mm -hmm. And I think there was four or five that day.
2: Yes, uh, they were watching us baptize them out there. And they really got interested in that. And they said, I want to get that too. So that was the Holy Spirit's covering on that. 100%. And they
4: needed Jesus was the requirement. So yes, it was. There were many that invited them in and got baptized.
3: <laughs> I was just, just one thing, they didn't just walk up and get baptized. You have a sheet that you cover with them so yeah. they know what they're doing when they get baptized.
4: You know, thanks, Ed. Um, there was a sheet that was put on my heart of, I think, about 10, 10 to 15 scriptures of many of the um, stories in the Bible regarding baptism, what baptism is, and even when... Um, yep. When Paul, I think it was Paul and Silas were in prison and the, the earthquake came and, and the, the, the guard was gonna just take his own life and, and uh, Paul said, We're all here and, and the, the jailer said, What must we be what must we do to be saved? And he said, Call upon the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and be baptized, him and his whole family. And so there, there is. There's a, it's God's word, as we know. Yes. It's God's truth will will um, convict um, but, but it's it's the love, you guys. I mean, I really I can't share it with our audience enough, the love that God does in and through you men, the women, us, as, as we visit with these folks. Um, they're not all out to get us. Um, there's a lot of love out there, you guys, and there's a lot of folks that are on the streets that need some love, they need some attention, and they need the Word of God, and they're accepting it. So that's a hallelujah.
2: Amen on that, Elaine. I really like that and sharing that with us. You know, it's the hope. It's given them hope. They, mm. you can just see it. You can just see it in their faces that they just don't have no hope. And when you get the time to share the Lord with them, and you, it gives them that hope back out there. Um, I know I'm looking forward to this week. I know we had those two women going to get baptized, and um, they did ask because um, we don't have a container that we bring out and fully submerge them. So we do go ahead and anoint them with the the. Yeah, a bottle of water, excuse me, a yeah. bottle of water. And then they said they would want to get um, fully submerged at the church. So well, that's going to be a blessing. So that's some more time spending with them and sharing with them. You know, um, I was looking here, too. You know, they, you got blessings for obedience, but most people really don't talk about the consequences of disobedience. And, you know, and it, and it, and back in um, Moses' days, they call it curses. And, you know, oh, my, you got a curse, you know. Look at Job. You remember his friends saying, oh, what did you say? What did you do? You know, and and you got this curse upon you. And, you know, um, here that was a man that had obedience right there. It was Job, I tell oh, you. Man. Oh, my. Um, yeah. You know, you just wonder what you do. I know we had some bad things that happened in our lives, and you stay faithful, and God gets you through it, and you just rely on him. And I believe that's in... Um, you know, that's a trial times for our faith, too, and seeing which way we're going to go and how we're going to tackle this problem. Are we going to really call out to the Lord? And, you know, and the thing about it is, sure, you call out to Him, and things don't work, and a week goes by, and a couple weeks go by, a month go by, and you're not seeing anything, and you're wondering, God, are you hearing me? I know that you can hear me. But, you know, I think that is a trial time. So if you um, so you know that's the blessings about it. God can. It's not a curse. It's it's um, it's it's the world, and you got to remember who has control of the world. I know God has control of all things, folks. We know that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, Satan's the one when you're seeing all these actions of these people, what they're due out there and their and stuff. They don't know, and if they do, they know very little. But we, you know, and that's what you were sharing, Blaine, um, with. You know how you, we share the word of Christ, and we hoping to have their eyes open along with their heart. So mm-hmm. I know Ed, you got something that you wanted to share on on that too. So
3: no, I was just pointing out to Blaine. He was uh, <clears throat> using a scripture the other day. I thought he might want to comment on.
2: Oh
4: yeah, yeah. I've got a I've got a good scripture. You guys, this is fun when we could just sit around and read the word and encourage <laughs> uh, the audience i've got another scripture and it is found in acts chapter 5 verse 29 and i i just think it sums it all up and i'm going to read it to you it says but peter and the other apostles answered and said we ought to obey god rather than men um each time you guys um that we go out and we obey what god tells us to do even though man might say not to um when we obey our lord and we go out and, and we and we walk in his power, his strength, his love, not only does he open doors, but just like what you were talking about, John, I want to say God will close doors also. And, and sometimes when, when believers come to know Christ, there's so much flesh that we're part of that we want, we want, we want. And so when we don't get that, that's when let's see. Isn't that what how they say? That's when the rubber meets the road. Yeah, it's like you got to just walk in obedience. You, we have to trust in our God, the Father, and we have to trust in His Word when things aren't really necessarily going our way. So I, I just really wanted to count on agreeing with you on that.
3: Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> let me just give an example of that. Uh, during the pandemic, when everything was shut down, uh, it was suggested that we shut down. And we got together and decided God called us. We're going to stay, keep doing it. All, all through this pandemic, right. we were out there working. There were, and I've forgotten the number now, eight people, mm-hmm. something like that, that came to Christ during this period. Now, would they have come to Christ if we, if we hadn't continued to do what God called us to do? If we yeah. had done what man called us to do, we wouldn't have been out there. And who knows where their salvation would have gone. So I, I, that's why I like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, we listen to God. We don't listen to man. Man wants to shut things down, and, and uh, God wants things to open. He wants us out there sharing, and he'll take care of us if we're out there obedient to what he's called. That's one of the, one of the uh, benefits of uh, being obedient is his protection when you're doing what he called you to do. That's
2: right. Absolutely. You know, um, there's another thing too is folks is when you're sharing the word of God and if they don't accept the Lord, that's okay. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to tell you why, because you have planted the seed and you know, I, I know that, um, I planted a lot of seeds out there and, um, and maybe they didn't, um, accept the Lord at that time, but someone else came and ministered to them and they probably did at that time. So you you're we're sowing seeds out there. That's what our job is to do. Mm-hmm. Um I know that Ed was working on this gentleman for a long time <laughs> and he came up to me and said I have to talk to you John. And we shared a little bit, and then he, he said— He even
3: asked me to step aside. Yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> and he and he said, I want to accept the Lord. Would you help me, John? So, you know, and that's where Ed did all the work, and I just happened to come in at the right time and add a little water, and what did I—what do we get? So that's the that's the blessings that you get to see out there.
4: And you know what? Even more so, good. This just bring you some joy. Is, is that person's parents, grandparents, brother, sister, ex-wife, whomever was praying and praying, and all we get to do is plant that seed. Sometimes that seed just plants, and hopefully we always pray it goes in fertile ground and mm-hmm. produces more fruit. I just wanted to add a minute ago, as you guys were talking about obedience, um, I, I just had a scripture just fly into my mind, um, Romans 8.31. It says, what then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us. Mm. So you know what? If he's for us, folks, just like Pastor Ed just said, if he's for us, he's going to provide, he's going to protect, he's watching over, and he, and he always has, guys. Over all these years, you are right. What an extraordinary point that we decide to keep going out there, most mm-hmm. of the time with face coverings and sometimes with gloves, but um, just going out there week by week and trusting in our Lord, and uh, and he produced that fruit. He yeah. produced those, those believers.
2: And, you know, that's funny because before the pandemic hit, um, the Lord was putting on my heart um, for a few months there. And I was telling Ed, I do not know why the Lord wants me to memorize Psalms 91. Mm. And I could not understand it, but I was I did it. I memorized Psalms 91. And then when I realized why he did, and that's when we were going out during when the, um, everything was shut down, the world was shut down. We were still going out and ministering. And I knew that was his protection. Mm-hmm. So he was already preparing us. And that's one of the things it says. And, um, you know, Deuteronomy in chapter 6 and in verse 5, it says, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. And if you do that, obedience comes pretty easy. Yeah. Yes. You know, so that's what it's about, folks. Uh, know that we're running out of time, guys. I don't even know where the half hour goes. I, I just don't. It's so fun to share uh, the obedience and the love so um folks, I just want to say thank you for you to be listeners out there. Um our prayers for you that the Lord will provide you with people to talk to and share about the Lord. Mm-hmm. You can be always the seed. Um we are a 501c3 nonprofit. Um, if you like to donate to us, you sure can. You can go on to cornerstone transitionalhousing.org and you can donate that way, or you can call six one nine seven one five six nine one five. Again that number six one nine seven one five six nine one five. I'd like to say thank you to our sponsors. Goodwill with Kim and Anna. Thank you for helping us with the clothing and all that you do. Javier and family, we really appreciate you guys um at Sombrero's giving us um the food so that we can take out there and share along with the others. And we want to thank again uh Stephen Forsyth at the Alcone Westland Church. For all the help that he provides for our ministry too. Uh, Folks, it's always great to be with you. I ask that the Lord will bless you. And I ask that you will just keep in obedience with the Lord. You have a great night, folks. And enjoy your night. And God bless.
1: Thank you for joining us on Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse. Where they encourage you to think big and act bigger. Join us again next week at this same time as we work together to break the cycle of homelessness, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. Your generosity, philanthropy, and charitable contributions are always welcome and remarkably make a positive impact on the lives of those in need every day. Take part in making a difference by visiting cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. That's cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. This has been Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse on K-Praise.
0: Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the Intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells.